everyone. Welcome back to the Slob Sisters podcast. I'm Steph and I'm here with my sister, Jill. Hey everyone. Welcome to our fourth episode. We're loving doing this and happy to be back this week with another episode. Yeah, it's been so much fun so far. I mean, this project was a long time coming, but I've had so much fun doing it and it's actually taking off. So if you are new today to our podcast or you haven't yet, please make sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast and leave us a comment and a rating. It really helps us kind of get a feel for this and know what we should be talking about next. Absolutely. And another thing to note is you can also listen on Steph's YouTube channel, The Secret Slob. She's been posting the episodes there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, I have. And uh, it's been really fun, just kind of a bit of a crossover. All right. We wanted to start every episode with a little bit of progress. So Jill, what progress did you make this week? Well, mine is something I'm really proud of. I got all of my stuff to do my taxes together, which to the average person doesn't seem like a very big task. And let me be clear, I don't do my own taxes. I only have to like collect the papers I need to give <laughs> to the guy who does my taxes. Right. But that alone is generally too hard for me. And I'm always behind. But I'm on the ball this year. I got it all together. And I feel such a weight off my shoulders. I usually start stressing out around mid-April when I have nothing together and I am ready and my tax guy is probably gonna be in shock when he calls me and I'm gonna say yep I'm ready when you are so that was my progress for this week super happy about it what did you get done this week yeah your your tax guy probably isn't even working yet like he probably just starts working April 20th right because our tax deadline is April 30th right yeah no he's he's Yeah, he's going to be really happy to get this done and over with before the rush of everyone who's procrastinating comes through. So, Oh, good for you. I'm proud of you. Um, This week, my progress was my daughter's, like the two girls' bedroom. I've been doing their bedroom in a rainbow room theme. And I... Yeah, I've been watching your progress (laughs) on Instagram. It's awesome. And it has been so much fun. And I never realized, but I kind of, as I've been going through this, I sat down and thought, you know, I've never done a full room makeover I've certainly never done a full theme room you know I've gotten new bedding and painted a room before but this is a full total makeover and it is so much fun I am definitely looking forward to doing our son's bedroom and then our bedroom and then probably start trickling that out into the rest of the house but yeah it's been an absolute blast they love it and it just is so happy that's so awesome and it's definitely one of those things that you know sometimes you can start these projects and it just kind of the excitement definitely wears away I know when we were talking on the phone the other day you were saying I'm really excited for this to end because I want to see it and because you're excited for it to just you know it's it's a lot of work too so good for you for sticking it out and finishing the project that's awesome thank you yes lots of progress made this week um my house has suffered as a result but (laughs) focusing (laughs) on what I did do okay so today's podcast is kind of a different topic from homemaking but something that affects everyone and so I wanted to quickly up front give a quick little trigger warning we are going to talk about healthy eating diets exercise and body image in this episode so if this is something that triggers you please proceed with caution but we're gonna try to keep it really light but just if this is something that might affect you please consider not listening to this particular episode okay so I kind of gave it away there the episode is about healthy living and how the heck do you fit all that in when we're already so busy absolutely it's definitely one of those things that I think everybody wants to do better at and you know come January we're always looking at ways of improving our health and fitness you know lifestyle so yeah and this year both of us kind of set goals for ourselves we did our 22 for 2022 and both of us had kind of health 
focused goals this year. Yeah, your goal word or your word of the year is vitality, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so everything (laughs) kind of around, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and mine was nature. And it was just kind of getting outside more and, you know, doing things more for myself and for my family versus, you know, less folk not that I'm not focused on my job but you know getting outside more and, and enjoying that kind of aspect which I think goes hand in hand with living a, a healthy life so definitely and like mine like you said is vitality and it was 100% triggered by in the fall I threw my back out and then I threw my neck out and I just felt awful and I thought like I cannot be breaking down already I have three little kids I have to chase after like I'm only 37 I'm not ready to be falling apart yet so I was like I'm throwing everything I have at my body to try and get back to a place of health and wellness and just feeling like I could stand up without crippling over. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because you say your back hurt. And so you need to get a health, <laughs> a health regime regime going. Whereas I think before when we were younger, it was definitely like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm gaining weight. I need to, you know, start eating healthier, working out more. Whereas now I think I can speak for both of us when I say it's more about just feeling better and, you know, being able to be more physically active with our kids and in our lives and not injuring ourselves because I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here like 10 minutes after the chiropractor right now with like tape on my back and, you know, (laughs) it's hard aging a little bit and not everything being as easy as it used to be. So Oh, definitely. Like all I, I don't even care what I look like in a bikini. Well, for two reasons. One, I do love my body a lot more than I did when I was younger, sadly. But two, I just don't care. And all I really want now is to be able to pick my two-year-old up and maybe make a slight turn and then put him down (laughs) somewhere else without feeling completely incapable. So yeah, the word is vitality and it's definitely changed. So let's talk about your current health goals. And I also want to know kind of, yeah, how they've changed over time since you were, I don't know, 18, 19, 20? Absolutely. So I know you and I, um, we were gifted the uh, rectangular shaped body. <laughs> um, we we have not a single curve on us. We are very straight, you know, from the shoulders down. And I always kind of struggled with that. I didn't have a waistline. And when I was younger, all I cared about was how thin I was. Um, And that was my main reason for exercising, for eating better. It was the main goal was I want to be skinnier. And and that's really unfortunate. I mean, this might sound a bit weird, but I definitely had moments when I tried to have an eating disorder, but... I never actually did. I, f- I failed at that because no <laughs> no one's ever accused me of not eating enough. I have a very healthy appetite. I always have. But I feel like it's just as, not just as unhealthy, but or also unhealthy to want to have an eating disorder, even if I couldn't follow through with it because right. I'm just too hungry I know. of a person. And I should not laugh. <laughs> it's not funny. I mean, it's very serious, but yeah. Absolutely. But yes, I, I tried to stop eating numerous times over in my, you know, young 20s and in my my late teens and you know it lasted a couple hours until I got too hungry and I, that just went out the window so <laughs> basically how it's changed now is I'm really focusing on being strong you know and I think that that's changing for young girls too and maybe I'm off base here but when I go to the gym I don't see women just on the elliptical and the treadmill for like an hour I see them lifting weights I see them lifting the same weights that they're with their boyfriends doing and I think that's awesome um, I think that kind of being as skinny as you can thing 
is kind of going away. Definitely. I don't know. What oh, do you think? Yeah, yeah definitely. I, mean, I think as yeah. as a as a fellow rectangular rectangularly shaped person, I mean, the '90s was it for me. The clothes fit. I mean, I was skinny, 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 and I was a rectangle, and everything the style was exactly me. Now it's like, yeah, making gains and having curves. And I just don't have that. I mean, there are jeans I put on and I swear there's like room for two balloons in the back that just, (laughs) I just can't do it. You have to take them to the seamstress. Take this in in the back, please. (laughs) Exactly. But I totally agree with you. I mean, when I was younger and I was always quite thin, I always just thought I looked, you know, fat and it was just awful because you look back and you're like, oh my goodness, I was nowhere near fat. And I wish, I mean, we can't go back, but I wish I could tell my younger self like, hey, love your body. You were thin, but even if you were fat or if you were curvy or muscular or anything, just love your body and love what it does for you. My body you know, serves me so well every single day. So that's definitely been a shift for me in, and I think this is this strength thing and this vitality and this limberness that I'm looking for is the shift from how I specifically look to how I feel. Yeah. And how you can function in everyday life. And I think for both of us, um, and we've talked about this before is one of my goals in terms of health and fitness actually doesn't involve going to the gym or eating better. It's actually just a mindset of loving my body, whatever size and shape it is and appreciating it and forgiving myself for not being perfect all the time. And so that's not something I need to practice at the gym or, you know, in the kitchen, that's something I need to practice, you know, mentally and emotionally is just loving myself And, you know, yes, I want to feed my body well and I want to stay physically active, but I also want to appreciate myself and kind of move through my day happy with who I am. And that's something I still have to work on. Yeah, I love that so much. And really that change and shift in focus is so important. And I think really the most important thing we can do is make that shift as soon in our lives as possible, don't you think? Absolutely. And it's funny also, I, I just wanted to kind of say this. I was thinking about this the other day when we, we mentioned we were going to do this topic. Is Remember last summer, I read that book, and I, I can't recall the actual book, but it was all about self-love and loving your body for its shape and its size and appreciating yourself. And I read this book, and I was going to recommend it to my book club girls, my friends, but it was all about, like, you know, throw diets out the window. You don't need to work out every day. You don't need to do this. And I kind of let myself go after that completely. And I was like, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to work out and I don't need to eat well. But I think it's still important for us to also remember to, you know, as we appreciate our bodies, you know, feed it what, you know, is best for it. And, you know, exercising is good. So I thought I, I never ended up recommending it to my book club girls because I think I gained like 15 or 20 pounds after that book because I just totally yeah, it kind of stopped all my healthy living stuff, which I think was good in a way that I was, you know, loving my body. But at the same time, there's still a bit of a balance there. So you felt like you weren't taking care of yourself. And I think maybe what the book intended or maybe the intended message is throw diet books and throw your exercise stuff and don't worry about your eating out the window because it really needs to be more of a complete lifestyle switch so it doesn't feel like you're always on a diet or it doesn't feel like you're having to drag yourself out of the house to go to the gym right like you're not absolutely forcing this on yourself it's not always sitting there in the back of your mind you're not focused on it 100 you're not yeah. standing anywhere and feeling like tight in your clothes or uncomfortable or like people are looking at you or just feeling self-conscious yeah it's taking away 
taking away that obsession, which I think for sure is extremely important, but also still, you know, maintaining that to love your body is to be kind to your body. And after a few months after reading that book and kind of throwing everything I was doing, the, the fitness and the health out the window, I didn't feel good. And that's when I knew, hey, like, even though I'm feeling better about loving my body, I, I just don't feel good. <laughs> so right. yeah, and that comes right back to like, how you feel versus how you look. Absolutely. So um, it's interesting, too, that you brought up throwing diet books away, because I wanted to bring up the topic of, you know, you have a daughter, and I have two daughters. And I think how we are kind of modeling our diet culture behavior in our own homes, they're not going to escape it on social media and in the media. It's everywhere but how you model it in your home and how you as their mother in particular models it I think is so important and then it's funny you bring up throwing them away because about five years ago I was doing some decluttering as I do and I was going through my books and I had some diet books and I looked at them and I put them back on the shelf because I liked them they had some good recipes and then I just took a second thought and said what am I doing why are these in my house? I have a daughter. I only had one at the time. And I don't ever want her to even think that I don't like my body or I don't or I don't think her body's good enough or that she shouldn't think her body is good enough. And I threw them all away in the garbage. Even the ones that were just like healthy living cookbook. I was like, you don't need to be a part of our house and life. She's going to get enough of it. So I try really hard in my house now to not talk about weight in a derogatory way or how they look in terms of their weight it's just how you feel oh are you feeling strong do you feel healthy we eat this because it's healthy and it helps us grow nothing about fat or anything like that absolutely I agree like when my daughter says why are you going to the gym I say because I want to be healthy and I want to be able to play with you and run around and so it's important for me and an interesting thing is, I don't know, you've watched Encanto, and I'm sure anybody who's listening who has kids has probably watched Encanto more right, than once. Yes. I, I love Encanto. I will say that. I, I think it's awesome. But I heard, and I don't know if you, I don't think you told me this, I heard that the Louisa character in Encanto, who, if you're not, if you haven't seen it, she's she's a woman, a young woman, and she's got the gift of being really strong, and she's quite big. She's tall, and she's just got these huge muscles. And apparently, there was a lot of pushback on this character when they were making the film because they didn't think that this character would catch on with with kids because you know normally it's a it's a young thin character oh, right the like Disney female stereotype large eyes exactly waif like it, arms tiny little waif, yeah you know, 16 years old and I think it's awesome that they carried through and went with Louisa as you know basically a female version of Hercules is what she is and she's my daughter's favorite and my daughter walks around and she'll lift up large items and she'll be like I'm Louisa and I'm like yeah you go girl like I think that's awesome Yes, I love Louisa and she is one of my girl's favorite characters too and we always listen to the song and they lift things up and they're showing me their muscles and it's funny that you mention your daughter asking you why to go to the gym because I do work out at home and sometimes my girls will sit there and watch me and sometimes they do the workout with me and they have these like little two pound weights they'll do it with and they always say like why do you always want to work out is it because you want to be able to lift us up when we're dancing because they love when I lift them <laughs> up when we dance and like but I mean it's exhausting because like they're like 40 and 50 pounds now and 
And so then I put them down. They're like, you need to do more workouts so you can lift us for longer. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes. This is the message we need to be sending to girls about health and fitness. You want to be able to dance all night and do all the fun moves. So let's make sure that we're staying strong and staying healthy. Okay, so speaking of dancing as a workout, how, so you said right now you're working out at the gym and you're doing weightlifting and that's like a new thing for you, right? Yeah, so I've been doing kickboxing for two years and then recently um, around Christmas time, I switched to doing some heavier weightlifting, which I'm really liking. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. It's a little tight to fit in with my schedule, but I'm making it a priority. Um, So yeah, that's what I've been doing. But you've been enjoying it. I love it. It's my me time. It's, you know, I can listen to music and I do it and I feel good after I feel more energized and, you know, all those things that I used to, you know, when our mom used to say, you know, I have more energy when I work out. It's like, "Eh, I don't buy that. But, you know, it's actually true. I feel like I'm less tired if I'm exercising regularly. Oh, for sure. And I don't know how candid you want to be about this, but one thing you could share about working out and doing this weightlifting, which is new for you, is that my sister, Jill, you, um, you are actually very predisposition to be very strong you are incredibly strong like you as a base have some serious muscle um have you been recruited for like multiple different try this olympic sport teams and things like that like you have this very athletic body so this and I know you've been avoiding weightlifting because you said you were focused on being so skinny and then you thought okay I'm gonna embrace this natural obvious kind of inclination I have and suddenly you're just finding something great in it yeah and I mean I think it's fun doing something that you're good at and like you said being strong is always kind of something I've had which I used to not like because I've always also been a lot heavier than a lot of my friends even though we looked similar and so I I really don't pay attention to that number anyway anymore because I I realize that doesn't play much importance but now I'm kind of trying to see you know what is my body capable of like how you know now I've always known I'm strong let me like see what I can do and it's really fun to just have that and I'm not really doing it for anybody else but myself you know I'm I'm not trying to like look a certain way I'm there to see you know I want to lift some weight and I want to get stronger and I'm enjoying it because it's for me and and I think I'm becoming being successful because that's why. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm not doing it for my husband or or my friends who will see, see my body change. It's purely for me. Yeah. No, I can totally appreciate that. I think you definitely get more value out of anything you're doing when you're doing it for yourself and reaping those benefits yourself, right? Setting that goal within yourself. I mean, even when I set a goal and other people see me succeed, it never feels as good as me knowing how much work I put into something and then to finally succeed. So that's what I've been doing in my life. But I know for you, being a stay-at-home mom, you know, I go after work and I go to the gym and that's how I fit it in. But you probably have to fit in a different way so what are you doing right now yeah I mean I used to go to the gym all the time I loved it I had a huge social circle at the gym which was always really fun and I liked doing weightlifting and working out I do like to change it up all the time kind of like you change from kickboxing to weightlifting like I did a triathlon at one point I did a bodybuilding competition at one point which was extreme but also very fun (laughs) and because I don't really have body issues and I never did it didn't affect me mentally anyway so that was good um yeah I did my triathlon and did that we biked across Canada like that was a whole thing I love setting new goals for myself and since becoming a stay-at-home mom I just cannot get to the gym 
Um, and it's been a huge switch. So I've been working out at home and I was doing a boot camp that was run by a friend of mine and a bunch of my friends went and that was really fun because it was social too. And I went first thing in the morning before my husband went to work, but that was kind of the thing that made my back start hurting. And I would like take a break. Yeah, it was yeah, just a bit like, too intense, right? And heal my back, and I'd be like, "Okay, I'm good." And I go back, and it would hurt again. I did that like three times over, and finally, I was like, "I think I have to retire from this forever." So I'm actually in a bit of a limbo right now, where I'm having a hard time sticking to anything. Although I am, I have been doing my like regular sports. Like I've been curling, which is kind of active, and I've also been swimming. So that's super super active. Do you get okay. like three hundred no, steps actually, when you curl or something? You will be surprised because we tracked it on our Fitbit, and in uh, one okay. curling game. We walked <laughs> 4.2 kilometers and burned 600 calories. I'm I not joking. It, it was, it. I mean, <laughs> we're sleeping, right? And so that's like pretty intense. I get really out of breath. Dad came and watched mm-hmm. us at the beginning okay. of the year and he's like, you girls have to sweep harder. This is pathetic. And so then now we're like grinding it. If you have not heard of the sport <laughs> of curling, it's kind of a big deal in Canada. We throw rocks down a sheet of ice and you sweep them to make them go faster. Anyways. <laughs> and, and you're not necessarily breaking okay, the sweat. Okay, so the curling's, we'll not, that. the curling's not part I mean, of my maybe. workout, but it's also helping with social. <laughs> and I've been swimming in the mornings with a friend a couple mornings a week. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's right. Really I think that's awesome, yeah. And swimming's something you can do forever. Like, our great aunt swam until she was, yes, like, 100 a mile years every old or day. something. A lot. She was amazing. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was swimming, and that was also kind of, like, when my back started hurting, I, I was doing that. And, and I think exercise for me, like, I always have to have kind of a goal or a thing to think about. But also, if I don't exercise in a day, yeah, my mood is just... I mean, it's not in the toilet, but it's just so much better if I do. I think completing these stress cycles through exercise is huge for me. So I'm really trying to find my next yeah, thing I just feel to like, focus on. Yeah, I think exercising just gives you that little pep it really, in your step. Yeah, it really I does. I for mean, me you get that big hit of endorphins and adrenaline. And, and it's like you say, you drag your drag yourself out of bed in the morning. It's the last thing you want to do. But at the end, you always feel amazing, or for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe with your sore back, I know this is something for me, like, like yoga is really important. I think for both of us, we struggle with any kind of like oh yes. slow exercise. Well, flexibility, absolutely, but slow ex. We just we have no. We don't have the attention. No. Like we're just two busy bodies. I think I just go to yoga and I'm looking around the oh, whole yeah. time, thinking like, okay, like. Well, what's I next? thought you went to yoga because like, <laughs> we went to that yoga class in Costa Rica when we were traveling down there, and it was like this beautiful treetop yoga studio, and the rain was pouring. Remember, it was like a storm, and it was an hour long, and I was just like, when is this? I feel over? like. This was a dream. I don't remember. Do you remember this. going to that class? <laughs> I, I remember I faked liking oh, well, yoga I think for this a really might long have been time then. because I like wanted to be the person. I wanted to be the person who like went to yoga. I also faked liking liking <laughs> hiking for a long time because I wanted to be like the girl who loved hiking. And then one day I was like, you know what? I don't <laughs> like this at all. <laughs> And I had like I was online dating at the time, and like on my likes, like I like hiking and yoga, and I was like, "This, this is not me. This is not true." I've even convinced my, I even convinced myself I like these things, but I do not like either That's of amazing. those. I mean, it is so true. Like how many yeah. exercise workouts we've drug ourselves to because it's the new thing or it's the thing that so and so yada yada fitness person does. But like, what do you actually like doing? Because I'm not kidding you. If I dance in my living room with my kids for half an hour two 90s hits, which is their favorite and mine, and I have to carry them half the time because they like to be bounced around, it is better than pretty much any workout you can get. 
Absolutely. And you know what you should try? My daughter's learning the Macarena at school right now, <laughs> so we've been practicing. To do the Macarena, like, the entire song, like, my shoulders are burning. And I'm like, wow. And I said to our mom, I was like, have you ever done this for the whole song? Like, it's really, like quite intense. And she laughed. <laughs> I know. I know you have to do it many times. It's so give that one reps a go. of macarena That's amazing. Yeah, it's, you know... <laughs> But yeah, like you said, there's always a new trend. There's always something. And we both like to switch things up. And I think, you know, it can become, I mean, there's definitely that person out there that is completely happy just running. And that's it's not great. Me. But, you know, for us, we like to yeah, try Yeah, mine's new definitely things. trying new things. Like, it's so funny. I can't so, think of a specific thing, but I love setting goals and seeing them through. So it's always these like obscure things that people always say to me, like, you've done so many things. And I'm like, yeah one time and then never again <laughs> yeah like walking 100,000 steps you haven't mentioned that yet oh yeah I did that 100,000 step day I mean it's just like an arbitrary goal Fitbit gives out badges and the biggest one is 100,000 <laughs> steps in a single day and I was like all right we're doing it and I managed to recruit five other people to do it with me <laughs> poor them yeah <laughs> I know one girl's feet didn't re- didn't re- cover for like four months afterwards she was oh, like I said man. to her the next year I'm like what do you think should we do it again she goes don't even talk to me well and we should talk about also kind of one of the things we do as a family and and with our friends to kind of keep us motivated and accountable is we have like not they're like mini challenges and we're kind of focusing more on like healthy lifestyle like getting outside um getting some steps in drinking water getting our sleep and we share our progress with people and we get like a certain amount of points and i think that our switch away from weight loss competitions to more you know healthy active lifestyles is awesome yeah i'm so glad you brought that up because yeah we started the challenge last week we do like three or four a year and that was what triggered the idea to do this podcast. So I guess I forgot to mention it altogether. But yeah, it's it's meant to be based on consistency because what I've learned through all of my multiple challenges and goal setting is that really it's more about just doing something small consistently versus you know going all out and doing these giant workouts and your arms are so sore you can't move for a week. It's, that's mm-hmm. not going to make the big change. The big change is little habits daily, which really ties back into everything I work on on my channel, which is daily habits and routines and how doing a little bit when you can is going to make a bigger difference than doing nothing and then having to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say this totally ties back into kind of everything you say and, you know, don't do it all at once. That's not going to help you out. Very similar with fitness because, you know, then you'll end up with a sore back. So I think they definitely tie into each other. I think being healthy and making that a priority will help your parenting, help your homemaking, be good for your relationship. So even though it seems like you're not getting ahead when you're at the gym because you're, yeah, you're not doing laundry, you're not making dinner, you're not mopping the floor, but you're going to be in a lot better condition for doing those things and feeling happier if you can kind of make time for that that's my opinion anyways that's something that's really helped me and you know I had some insomnia for a couple years there and this is you know a very important part of me kind of dealing with that as well so yeah because it went away when we did our bike trip which was biking every day for 100 days or so yeah, just yeah, it was it was excessive. Obviously, that's not really attainable all the time. And no, so, but but you I took saw that like absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about um, kind of working healthy light living and healthy lifestyle. And we've been talking a lot about exercise. We really touched on food, but I think kind of they all go together. But how are some ways that you can work healthy living into your daily life? I mean, you're busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. Well, we're maybe not busy. We're mostly scrolling on our phones. If you saw, <laughs> right, as, listen as to we our fig- as we figured out. <laughs> weeks ago we're, we're actually not that busy 
Yeah, we have the time, but somehow we don't. How can um, you fit this stuff uh, in? And how can you make it so you want to do it? So it's not another chore and not another thing on your list that you're just like, oh, and I have to exercise today. Yeah. And, and touching on diet and just, and I shouldn't, you know, the word diet just meaning, you know, feeding myself healthy food is something I struggle with. I love carbs. <laughs> like I, I always just say like, you know, there's like, gluten intolerant I'm like so gluten tolerant it's crazy <laughs> gluten, gluten and I really get along well together so um it's something I constantly have to work on you know just being active is is the most important part yeah four dance parties a day abs for life <laughs> listening to Macarena like 12 times on repeat is like a right? half an hour workout sculpted shoulders <laughs> you're perfect yeah I'm so glad that we decided to discuss this I know it's not exactly in the genre of homemaking but on this podcast we really wanted to explore kind of everything that affects us and other homemakers in their daily lives and fitting in healthy living is a huge part of that absolutely so, and we'll we'll kind of see as we put the podcast out what our listeners are enjoying listening to and maybe what they want to hear more of we're all we're just kind of still testing things out so we're excited to hear what you guys think of this conversation today yeah definitely oh we've got to also add in one thing that i know everyone likes to listen to oh your funny story it's your turn yeah it's funny story time yeah. okay i came up i came up with well i remembered a funny story and it's health and fitness related so i thought it was <laughs> okay. perfect so when I was probably 24 years old, I got a hold of the Jillian Michaels of Biggest Loser fame, the Jillian Michaels Making the Cut fitness book. And this was like the book that was going to just make you so lean and shredded and you do these workouts and you'd be lean and shredded. And I was already going to the gym and I was like, okay, great. I'm going to be lean and shredded. These workouts were insane. They were the <laughs> world's hardest workouts I've ever done. And on top of that, some of the actual exercises themselves were completely bizarre. Like, I remember being at the gym over in the ab area doing these, like, donkey kicks up from my hands <laughs> or these weird frog squats. Like, everything about these workouts were just, like, intense and bizarre. And I would be, like, laying on the floor panting and sweating <laughs> everywhere. And, like, it, that was a show unto itself. And it was so difficult. I just couldn't even care what anybody thought. But I know people were looking because it was insane looking. And, and, and so did I you remember, become shredded probably? <laughs> no, I didn't become shredded. I couldn't even get past, like, 20 days. It was, it was impossibly hard. But yeah. this particular story, I was doing one of these workouts, sweating everywhere, grunting, groaning, doing some donkey kicks on the floor. And I was, like obviously just parched so I go over and I grab my water bottle and just like chug it slam back like half a bottle of water and I'm panting and looking around and taking my break and I put my water bottle down I do the lid up and then I turn around and there's my water bottle right beside where I was working out <laughs> I had drank out of someone else's water bottle and he saw he was watching me do it the whole time <laughs> <laughs> did he say anything? And I just like, and I was like already making a scene with this insane workout I was doing. And I chugged this guy's bottle and then I see my own and I literally just stopped my workout right in the middle, picked up my own water bottle and walked out of the gym. <laughs> I can totally see you like picking it up like, yeah, you're looking at me. You're looking at those workouts like I'm insane. I'm he getting shredded. <laughs> I know he was staring and it was because I was chugging his water. <laughs> You should have. <laughs> I just turned around and saw mine, and like, I don't even know if I looked back. I just picked it up and kept leaving. <laughs> like, I feel like that makes it worse. He's probably like, in his I head, know. he's probably like, ah, uh, that chick should probably stretch out of all those, after all those right? weird and exercises. Then I, and then I'm like, I can never come back at, you know, 7 a.m. 
oh, I gosh. cannot see this person again. Anyways, that was my funny story. I was like, just yeah, so mortified. I couldn't even face. How old were you when this happened? Like 24. Okay, but think about if that happened now. I don't know about you, but I feel like that's how I would have reacted then is just to, like, run away. <laughs> Whereas now I've been like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. I totally just, like, <laughs> put my sweaty mouth all over your bottle. Do you think you would have... No, you totally own up to it. And, like, and it was, like, a like an Aquafina bottle, like a disposable oh, water bottle, right? Okay. So, like, easy to be... I could have, like, replaced it or something or, like, filled it at... I don't know. I Yeah, I was just, like, mortified. I was already doing this, like, borderline ridiculous workout. I had to leave. I, I, I don't... That might have been the end of those workouts. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That's all you needed to get off that plan. It's probably for the best. <laughs> I can't do this any longer. This is so... This is crazy. Anyway, right. oh, I've got tears in my eyes. Awesome, Steph. Good story today. A good podcast. I always like chatting. It's nice kind of having this hour to talk every week, so really yeah, enjoying it. it's been great. All right, let us know in the comments if you have any show suggestions and make sure to leave a review for our new podcast. We're super excited and we want to keep going. We're going to try and post every single week on Wednesday. So let us yeah, know what you think. We were, we were a little too busy this week watching the entire season of Love, Love is Blind, so we didn't, we didn't quite get to it. <laughs> there was that. Pri- and my priorities. <laughs> and I was oh, sick. Yeah, okay. And that. <laughs> yeah, and that. <laughs> All right, Jill, I will talk to you soon. Okay, see you later. Bye, Bye-bye. everyone.